Welcome to the Cinema Rag, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome to the Cinema Rack. Today, we're going to discuss overrated actors and actresses under the age of 50. Today is part one. Each of us have concocted a list of 10 actors and actresses that we think are overrated. And in this episode, we're going to do our 10th through 6th overrated actors and actresses. In part two, we will do five through one. Now, I have no idea what actor and actresses May has picked, and she doesn't know mine either, which is going to lead to some suspense. We will do a future episode on overrated actors over the age of 50, because there are a lot of well-known actors that are in that 50 to 55 range, but I thought we did an arbitrary cutoff at 50. So these are going to be overrated actors and actresses under the age of 50. May, May you ready? Yes, I am. All right, ladies first. Okay. Who is your number 10? And I'll Well, I had a really hard time deciding on this one because I really like him as an actor. But uh, it has to be Ryan Gosling at number 10 for me. Um, I will name a movie that I like of his and I will name movies that I don't like of his. So the movie that I do like him in is Drive. And he does a very spectacular job of hardly talking in the film, using very few words, but using a lot of his physicality. And uh, a lot of, there's a lot of violence in that film, actually. But he plays a very young, strapping young fellow, and he's very good at it. And um, I do like him in that movie. And I like him in The Notebook as well. But he did a few things that I don't like in his career, which is he was he starred in, I believe, is it called Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. Yes. And it's an okay romantic comedy, but it really did nothing for me, actually. Okay, well, let's back um, it up. Let's back it up. Because Gosling is my number one most overrated actor. So look at that. <laughs> we both agree. Now, but but in your take. No, why do you think he is overrated? Clearly, he's a famous actor, but what makes he, you think he's overrated? It's his choices in movies. He does like he did so many movies with Emma Stone, I believe, at least two or three. Um, one being that crazy, stupid love movie, and then the other one that got the Oscar, which shouldn't have, which well, is Love Land. Land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think. Those two movies were flops for me. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm probably in the minority about my La La Land, but I don't really care because I, I think that Gosling needs to stick to dramatic roles most, mostly. And he can do romance like The Notebook. And I believe he was also in that one called Behind the Pines, I think, or Pines. That's the one he did with his woman, Eva Mendes. She directed right. That. He's very good in that too. And with Bradley Cooper in that film, but he, it's his choice in movies. He, he's, he's all over the place. And I know that you you talk a lot about range, Gregory, but I I don't know. I just think he's overrated and okay. he's, your, he's your number one pick. So I'm surprised. 
Okay, so here's my thing about Gosling, uh, and, and this is my criteria for range. Uh, as as you've kind of tangentially mentioned, people who cannot be chameleons and can't do a let's say a British period movie, and then do a rom com and then do this accent that accent to me are overrated. And Gosling is I I don't even think he's a handsome guy, and we could talk about his looks, but I I think he's got dopey eyes. And he's one of those guys, I think, that typically looks a little better with longer hair. He is known mm -hmm. to have sex appeal. So I don't have a problem with him in Crazy Stupid Love. I think that movie works. And I think he does pull off the dapper Casanova Lothario well. I just think he has no range. Drive, he's good because, honestly, he doesn't talk. He right. doesn't talk. So every movie he's in, he can't do British period movies. He'd be laughed off of his stage. He has to do Ryan Gosling movies. Now, that being said, Blue Valentine, which he did with Michelle Phillips, who I think is a great actress who does have range, he's good in that. But in every movie, he's essentially Ryan Gosling. And if you look at the movie he just did on Netflix, where he's a spy, they spent over $100 million on that, and that movie was a flop. And again, he's playing what? The, the quiet, brooding... Right, Ryan Gosling character. Another big example too is uh, Blade Runner. Yes, he's just playing what he played in Drive, practically. I agree. Yeah. I, I I think <laughs> I think he's overrated in acting. Yeah. I think he's overrated in his looks. That's not to say he doesn't have talent. I think he does have some comedic chops. But like mm -hmm. you mentioned, like La La Land, I think is just saccharine. I, I I it should not have almost won Best Picture. You know, it almost won it that year. Uh, but it's saccharine, and I, I just, and The Notebook too. The Notebook is a movie that I have problems with. I know women love The Notebook, and mm -hmm. he's somewhat charismatic in that movie. Uh, but no, yeah, he's overrated. Okay, here, yeah. is, here's my number 10, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yes. Let me take 30 seconds on J-Law. Okay, so Jennifer Lawrence busted out on the scene with Winner's Bone. And then, of course, that parlayed. And she was nominated for an Academy Award for that. And then parlayed that into Hunger Games. And then her career went from there. Again, her her shtick is like, oh, I'm just tripping over my dress. Oh, I'm just like any other girl. Oh, yeah, fine. OK, whatever. She can't do accents. She can't do anything <laughs> that just be her. Her probably most iconic role aside from being Katniss is is Silver Linings Playbook which I I think is a decent movie that's my probably my favorite Russell the director of his uh, of his movies uh but I don't think she does anything special she if you look at if you if you saw Passengers with Chris Pratt she does the same role and then when she tries to break out of that like she did where she's that spy that Russian spy She's laughed outside the screen. And then and then she did that movie Mother with her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, Darren Aronofsky. That movie was a flop. She has no range. She's averagely attractive, but she's got no range. She's got uh, no she, range. She did a good job in American Hustle. And she plays that uh, suburban housewife from New Jersey kind of thing really well. And uh, that that movie she's 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 pretty good in. Um, All right. 
Yeah, I, I agree. She doesn't really have a whole lot of range outside of the Silver Linings playbook, which she won the Oscar for. Um, but um, didn't she win a second Oscar as well for Best Actress? No, no, she was nominated for Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, we certainly can look it up, but but she did win an Oscar though. Um, I'll have to look that up. Here's my take with Lawrence. I I I don't think. I think her career is in, in kind of turmoil right now. She did take some years off after the mother fiasco and uh, she recently got married and had a child. She married an art dealer and, and she's done some television. She did a television movie. I can't remember on which prestige channel, but it'll be interesting to see if she ever gets back to where she was 10 years ago in the peak of hunger games. And look, she's still very young. And again, I don't I don't say none of the aforementioned or the or the forthcoming people have no talent, but to yeah. me it's not a question if if they can deliver at the box office. Because some people that we're gonna talk about, when they open a movie, they can open a movie. I'm talking about just pure talent. And as we talked about with Brad Pitt in that conversation on the previous episode, there's a difference between a, an actor, a good actor and a movie star. And you see a lot of people that are movie stars, but they're not necessarily well, good actors or actresses. Yeah, she did win actually at age 22 in 2012 uh, for Silver Linings Playbook. She won the Best Actress Oscar. Yeah, and I and think I in some ways that sort of spoiled her in a way, but that was actually, I think before okay. the Hunger Games trilogy, so. You know? No, I, I think she got that first. And I think Winner's Bone is where she was nominated. That's where she kind of busted down the scene. So she, she's oh, got really? Two, okay. She's got two you know, slash nominations. Uh, slash but the point is, is that she's hit a brick wall in her career. And I agree. Look, she's young and she can rebound. But again, I don't see the talent. She plays, to me, the same character. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have a lot of range. And you know, Hollywood is, has a different criteria for women than for men. We know... Like the, the saying, you can agree, disagree, that men age like fine wine, women age like spoiled milk. And so women have, female actresses only have a certain amount of time to parlay uh, their their fame into something uh, productive for them. I mean, look at Cameron Diaz, look at Zeta Jones, look at Drew Barrymore, look at these like 90s stars that don't get roles anymore because once you hit a certain age, your career is over. So Lawrence still has some years. I just think she doesn't have talent. All right, who is your number nine? My number nine is Emily Blunt. Ah, interesting. She is not in my top 10. Why do you think she's overrated? I think she's just overrated because she's wooden a lot mm -hmm. of the time. And she doesn't really express the emotions, a range of emotions that she needs to. Like, in, like she was okay in A Devil Wears Prada. Um the Devil Wears Prada, but she wasn't great as, as that supporting role, in that supporting role. She was also in uh, Edge of Tomorrow mm -hmm. with Tom Cruise, which I felt she was, that she was all right in as well, but I don't think she has a whole lot of range. I mean, even though she she has quite the, the filmography actually, and TV as well, but I, I, I think that she's, She's in her her husband's 
two movies, John Krasinski's two movies, A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2. Okay. I couldn't even sit through that first Quiet Place. Arc. Well, is it because she's a bad actress in it or because you just, it was too tense? Because I mean, yeah, it's two separate things. Because it was too tense, but I just don't think, I think she's, if you want to know somebody who's really playing herself, I think it's her. She, she's just really doing the same thing in each movie, really. Okay. In my opinion. Here's my, here's my retort. I would not say she's overrated. I think that she is relatively talented. Look, she did Mary Poppins, so we know that she can sing. And she has done British period movies. She did Young Victoria, so she can pull off that role. She's got the dignified Queen's English, so she can do... She's British, by the way. Sure, of course. But she can also do American rom-coms, which she's done. She did that that rom-com, aside from Devil Wears Prada, where I think she's fine. You know, that's, her, that's her breakout role. But she's done she's done just standard American accents as well. And look, I think Edge of Tomorrow, not to mention Sicario, I think she's good in Sicario. And Edge of Tomorrow, I think she's great. I mean, she's one of the few female co-stars that can hold themselves up uh, against Tom Cruise. And I think she's great. They're going to do a sequel in that movie. So I don't, I don't think she's underrated. I think she's properly rated in my humble opinion but i do respect i think she's slightly overrated okay well that that's why she's your number nine she's not your number one yeah so i i I do think she does have talent but i i get where you're coming from i do think the krasinski blunt marriage will not last since this (laughs) is a rag podcast uh it kind of reminds me of chris pratt and anna ferris when they got together he was the fat dork on parks and rec and she was in house bunny she had more fame and then he got Jurassic and, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And then he became more famous. And that led to the divorce. She's even admitted to it in her podcast. And I think there's just something in the dynamic of this marriage, unlike Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, whose marriage I think will actually last. And they're actually close friends. There's four. I think that there's going to be some dynamic because when they got together and Krasinski's even admitted this in podcasts, you know, I was just a guy from the office and I really essentially had to beg her to marry me, all this self-effacing beta nonsense. And I think now that he's kind of more of an esteemed director and he does the, the Jack Ryan and so forth. I don't know. I just, I just have a feeling like in 10 years, they're going to be divorced. That's just my take. Uh, they may be, I'm not sure about that. Okay, let's go to your, so you've done your 10 and 9. I've let's done go to your number 9. Okay, so I did my 10 and 1 because you took my number 1 away. Okay. But God's like, all right, so this is my original number 9, Emma Stone. Okay. Oh my gosh. Emma Stone. Here's my take on Emma Stone. I, I, I think she, she's a lot like Jennifer Lawrence. Kind of all-American girl, cute, super bad. She has her breakout role. Then you look at her in Easy A, charming movie, and then she's then you see her doing the Help, overrated movie, and I don't think she's good in that. Uh, you see her later in La La Land. She's fine in that. She wins the Academy Award. I get it. It's a Damon Chazelle. We talked about him, and in the Brad Pitt filmography episode on Babylon. I can see why they gave it to her uh, because of the singing involved, and then she's done Cruella recently, and Cruella as a whole was a critical bomb. And I'm just I'm just wondering where her career is going to go because like J-Law, she got married recently and had a kid. She married a guy from Saturday Night Live, not one of the cast members. But 
she's at that age too, where it's like, okay, what's next? I don't see you having range. She tried to have range in kind of in the help with the Southern accent kind of. Yeah. But again, she can't do foreign movies. She hasn't been able to do any accents. And she's essentially cute Emma Stone in every movie. And that works when you're in easy A and you're 23. That's not going to work when you're 36. And I think for her, what she needs to do, if I can call her agent at, at CAA or wherever her agent's at, is do some rom-coms. I know rom-coms don't make movies. They're not even released in, in theaters anymore. They're all like on Netflix. But uh, get her in some rom-coms and maybe she can do the Meg Ryan route. But she's got no talent. What's your take? Yeah, I, she's actually my number six. Ah, all right. So I, I think she was pretty good in Amazing Spider-Man. Um, the help is not even a good a good novel really but I, yeah she just does that southern accent thing and, and she's got that really bad hair it. she's got that bad hair in the help too like that really bad curly mm -hmm. perm but either way, yeah. I think I think everybody I think the help as a whole I think Bryce Dallas Howard is good in that movie but I think that movie is kind of overrated and I think it is overrated. Has do, I think some of it has to do with the topic but I think that movie is overrated go ahead um, also, she was in, uh, yeah, the La La Land, La La Land, and she was also in Crazy Stupid Love, which again, that couples her with Ryan Gosling, and they're trying to do some sort of Doris Day, Rock Hudson thing, I don't know, but they were trying to do something like that. Um, so you don't think she's but, charming in that movie? No, not really. She's okay. okay, but okay. she's also in the two Zombieland films. Right. And I don't even know why there was a sequel, but they obviously thought that it merited a sequel. Um, but she really doesn't... Yeah, she, she again, you were saying about, about Brad Pitt playing himself in Moneyball. Well, she's just playing herself in all these movies that she's been in, I think. I think she, so, like, if you look at uh, crazy stupid love again i like that movie i know you don't like it because I'll, I'll i'll defend it and i'll support it and I think it's okay she, she's she's beautiful in it you know she's got the big eyes and she's cute in her own unique way and i think she's she's charismatic and she has good chemistry with gosling that's why they did later la la land but like you said in every movie she's herself and then when she tries to do a departure of that like in cruella it's like uh yeah, she, how does she play somebody so evil and you know? I I think she, I think she needs her to characters be, really aren't that complex. To be I think she just needs to do the Meg Ryan route, another actress that really mm -hmm. I mean was charming and winning, but doesn't really have a lot of talent. I think that's her best road. But uh, yeah. interesting that we both agree. So she was your number six, you said. Right. Okay. And she's and she's your number nine or number eight. She was my number nine. Who is oh, okay. who is your number eight? Um, let me see here. I believe I have Brie Larson. Okay, Brie Larson as my number eight. All right, defend because I know she started out in television, which is fine. Faith and Hope. Um, she won the Oscar for Room. At a very young age, mm -hmm. um, she's born in 1989. She's good, very good 
intense looking woman. Um, but she really destroyed her career with Captain Marvel, I think, buying into that Marvel machine. And I think maybe just doing maybe one or two Marvel movies is fine, but now she's going up for like five or six, I think. So, okay, so why do you think she's overrated? What, what's wrong with Brie Larson? I, I, I don't like, I don't, I just don't approve of her movie choices again. Just okay, like but, Ryan Gosling. Okay, but there's a difference. I don't think that their, their movie choices are, are up to par. Okay, but May, there's a difference between choosing movie roles and talents. These are separate categories. So you don't think she has talent. Why do you think she doesn't have talent? Well, because she's very good at just being very, uh, just being very intense, I think. And she, that, that would go well with somebody like Captain Marvel, hmm. um, somebody who's supposed to be very strong, uh, the superhero, you know, she said, have, have we seen her do very many comedies, really? Well, she did Trainwreck, where she was Amy Schumer's sister in Trainwreck. I think she's she's cute in that. I think that's the first time I ever saw her. I don't okay. really have a, I don't really have a lot of takes on Brie Larson, because to be honest, I think aside from Trainwreck, I've not seen any movies she's in. I, as you know, since we've known each other for 30 years, I don't like Marvel movies. I don't watch Marvel movies. Yeah. And I. And so I, I don't think she's done enough movies in her over for me to comment. So I will definitely so to foil to, to foil Brie Larson, I would choose Scarlett Johansson, who is, I think, a very good actress and who's rated just fine. I don't think uh, Scarlett Johansson is overrated <laughs> or underrated. I okay. just think she's just rated. So, okay. I, you know, I think uh, Brie Larson, though, is a Marvel person who is overrated. Okay, so, now, I'm glad you brought up ScarJo because I did not have her in my list, but I would Yeah, love, she doesn't belong there. Oh, I, I, I would disagree. I would interpolate her into one of my other lists, but since I've, I've stuck to these 10, I'm going to stick to these 10. On another okay. episode, whenever we get to the ScarJo filmography, I have oh. take, I have takes on ScarJo. I don't think she's talented. But, yeah, but I think she belongs in those Marvel movies more so than okay. But, but but to be honest, you don't have to have acting chops to get in a Marvel movie. Okay, there's no real like required acting to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, but look at somebody like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yes. Quite talented. Right. And that's the whole reason the, the Marvel movies worked is because they got him to be Iron Man. And he was talented way before yeah. uh, those movies. But as a whole, I think the large majority of actors in the Marvel movies are not talented. Look at Chris Hemsworth. And, and we'll continue the Marvel Chris conversation. Chris Hemsworth is talented, I would think. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Marvel mm -hmm. in a second. So that, that's a little... Okay. That's a little but hint. anyways, just to finish out on Brie Larson. Yeah. I don't think she's very talented. I don't think she has much range. I think that she's just playing herself too. And okay. why not? But she's just an intense woman. So... Okay. And I, I hear she's... I don't know. I hear things about her in real life that I won't go into but yeah I mean, we'll have a future episode on gregory's celebrity crushes because i don't have a problem having an episode on that i find her to be attractive and that she kind of has that look that i like i like the kind of skinny blonde pale yes um, girl, girl next you door. also like the redhead i do like i do like redheads as well but i i i, I don't know i think she, i don't have i don't have an opinion on brie larson's acting okay I, i've seen only i've only seen train wreck and i think she's fine with it okay okay so let's move on 
my number eight is Kate Hudson. Now, Kate Hudson. Oh my gosh. Kate Hudson is obviously Goldie Hawn 2.0. But I think Goldie Hawn, her mother, if you don't, if you guys don't know this, uh, I think was, is more talented. If you watch her Chevy Chase movies, uh, like Seems Like Old Times, or if you watch Private Benjamin or First Wives Club, I think Goldie Hawn actually has talent. Now, Kate mm -hmm. Hudson has a personal life that's a train wreck. She has three kids from three different men. She was married right. first to the Counting Crows guy. Then she was married to the Muse guy. So she likes her uh, her singers. And then she's married to, uh, I can't remember his name, Scott Pukijara. That's the third guy. But, you know, again, this is cinema rag. So we are going to talk about private life. But here, here's the thing about Kate Hudson. Almost famous. I will die to my deathbed or I will I will go to my deathbed saying that this is such an overrated movie and I this is such a hot take because people love that movie I think the movie's okay I, I it's okay I it's not my favorite crow movie I will talk about my favorite crow movie when we do our five favorite movies of all time or our five, five desert island movies okay but she's in that movie right that's her breakout role she was pretty much not famous she was like 21 when that movie came out and they're like oh my god penny lane oh my god she's amazing oh my god and i'm watching this movie and i'm like are we watching the same movie it's like when they were telling j-lo j-lo should get an academy award for hustlers i'm like are we watching the same movie what is kate hudson doing in almost famous that is interesting She's playing, she's, the playing herself again. she's playing herself. She's a, she's a young ingenue. Oh my God. She's singing little dancer or tiny dancer in the bus. Oh my God. This is a seminal moment. What? No. And then if you look at her career, a lot of rom-coms with McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. I think he's well rated. I don't think he's over or under. He has a lot. Yeah. Of I think he's well rated, okay. but I, I oh, love that movie actually. So let me, that let me, one with the how to lose a guy in okay. 10 days. That's a movie. good movie. Cute movie. But let me finish my yeah. take on Hudson, then you can go. So Kate yeah. Hudson, to me, is in the same line with Stone, J-Law, Brie Larson. No range. They can't do accents. They play themselves. And if you look at every movie she's in, Fool's Gold, 10 Guys, even, even in Glass Onion, How to Lose Guys in 10 Days, in Glass Onion, she's playing herself and really in glass onion knives out part two she's playing her mom i mean she's at that age now where she's 43 where i look at her and i'm like oh it's goldie hahn 30 years ago but no range no talent she's, at all go ahead in the glass onion she's very well cast she's yes. playing birdie yes birdie J, and she's just fabulous in it because she knows how to do quirky kind of uh cute humor that kind of thing she's just a very cute woman <laughs> and she's got a fabulous body because of fabletics and you know she, she's making a fortune off of that fabletics is her her uh fitness wear line that she has so yeah you know it, it's just the right kind of role for her 
to be in and, and not be the lead. She, I don't think she's a very good leading lady type anymore. Well, what, what movie is going to cast her as a lead? She's 43 and she's post-wall. She's never going to get a rom-com again. Well, That's the way Hollywood is. She's not going to get a lead role. She's 43. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, well, we, well how about Meryl Streep then? And no, all nominations. But she's no Meryl Streep. Meryl yeah, Streep is highly talented. Still. Kate Hudson has no talent. Meryl Streep has a lot of talent, but she's getting too many roles just so that she can get a, an Oscar. Oh, I, I agree. Think, I agree. A, okay, but, but let's award. not solely the name of Meryl Streep. By okay, whatever. But Hudson. you know you agree with me on that. I think, I so. think Meryl Streep, late Meryl Streep, uh, yes, is not as talented. She's as, basically as taking Meryl up, she's, she's taking up space. She's taking up room at the Oscars. Yeah, if Meryl does a movie, to be recognized. If basically. Meryl does a movie, she gets essentially Academy Award nomination. I do agree. She's had inflation. Okay, we got ten minutes left. Who is your number? You got this. Is your what? Your seven? Number seven? My number seven is James Franco. James Franco. And he, I, I know that you think that he's been out of commission because yes. of the sexual allegations and yes. everything. Okay. But actually, four years later, he has done Me, You, which is a movie. And okay. he's also going to be playing Fidel Castro, too. In oh, my God. I, so I, I would I love to watch he, that movie, him playing Fidel Castro. <laughs> yeah. He's very limited, though, in his, his talent, I think, and his range as well. I think that 127 hours was a decent performance, but it didn't deserve an Oscar nomination. Yeah, because what's he um, what's he doing in it? He's not doing much in it. That's why no, he's, he's not. considered to be good. <laughs> he just looks like somebody from an REI commercial, you know, <laughs> uh, scaling the the walls of, or the mountains or whatever. I don't know. All right, what about him in Pineapple Express? All the Apatow movies. Oh, you know, that's just you don't his... think he's got comedic chops. He does have a little bit, yeah, but he plays off his friends, his friends in real life, like Seth Rogen. That's all he's really doing. Um, all right. My take on Franco, he's not on my list. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he, he got big because he was charismatic at Freaks and Geeks. And then, of course, Spider-Man. I think that's he had potential. That's I'll agree with you. His mm -hmm. range is like what he plays on Spring Breakers, the Selena Gomez movie, where he's really creepy. And then he did the the movie with his, I'm sorry, his brother was in that movie. Never mind. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think one thing I'll say about him is that he got his PhD from Yale, and he he his project or his dissertation was to be on General Hospital, and play with the soap opera actors. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when he did that. He's like, I'm gonna go play General Hospital. He he's an eccentric. He has yeah, of course he Me is. Too allegations. Uh, I would agree with you that he he's yeah he's not that tough. But he's he's all right. He was all right in his very first role as James Dean, I think. So yeah, I forgot he was a James Dean. You're right. Yeah, I would agree with you. Right? That's a good take. All right, here's my number six. This is my last one for this episode. And okay. everyone I've done, well, that's not true. I had Gosling, so Gosling was my number one. But they've all been women. But I'm going to continue this. Uh, I'm going to say Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie oh. is my number wow. six. Yes. Okay. Here's my take on Jolie. Yes, she breaks out with Gia, the HBO movie where she's the model. Girl Interrupted. Yes, she's good in that. Tomb Raider. Eh. 
the wanted, uh, and then she gets all hoity-toity and you know tries to become a director and does more of the dignified stuff. Then she does um, salt. She does what? Salt. Yeah, salt. Right. Then she does the Johnny Depp movie, The Tourist, and then Maleficent. She's done two of those. Here's my take. So when Jolie, of course, who's a Nepo, right? John Voight's her dad. Mm-hmm. She come, breaks out with Girl Interrupted, the Winona Ryder vehicle that was supposed to get Winona Ryder the Academy Award nomination, but Jolie gets it. And yeah. she's playing herself. See, back 20 years ago, we're like, oh my God, this Jolie, man, she's she's firing heat. She's packing heat. She's She plays crazy really well. She's got intensity. And then you find out through the Brad Pitt divorce, she is crazy. She's a cluster B personality, <laughs> whack job crazy. She you're, doesn't you're obviously act. biased. She, uh, look, she, she called in the FBI to get Brad Pitt in trouble. She's alienated their kids against him. She is a whack job. And she's not talented. Name me a movie where she doesn't play just the, the same job as she does in The Wanted Salt and The Tourist. It's the same stuff. And then, well, look, she does play, I forget the movie, actually, the name of it, but the journalist who was murdered. Yes. Yeah. And though she plays the wife, well, Pearl, I think was his last name, Daniel Pearl, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Pearl, Daniel Pearl's right. wife. So she, she she did a good job in that movie, and okay. I think she was maybe nominated, I think, for major awards for that one. But yeah, you're right. Her career really hasn't taken taken off the way it should have since Pearl interrupted. I don't know what happened. I think she just well, decided okay. to do a bunch of action films like Tomb Raider. And okay, all but that. but to be fair, I mean, she did have a peak where she was opening movies and people were going to see her. Think of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We talked about that in the Brad Pitt movie. There was a time 10, 15 years ago where she was opening movies and they were doing well. But my point is that she doesn't really have range. I guess Maleficent would be her range, but I just think she's overrated and her career is gone. I think this is one of the reasons she hates Brad Pitt because he's aging like fine wine. He got his Academy Award win for Once Upon a Time, and his career is, is, is continuing. Angela Jolie's in her 40s. She's not really going to get roles because she's it's no Julianne painful. Moore. She's no Nicole Kidman. She's no Julianne Moore. She's no Meryl Streep. She doesn't have the acting chops to have a career in her 50s and 60s. I disagree. I think that she does. I think she's the daughter. She is the daughter of John Boyd, yeah. who's still doing movies today. And doesn't I think mean, that if, mean you she's look at, if you look at nepotism in Hollywood, she will continue to get some kind of project. Well, not because she's well talented. Her 80s, just, just, just because she's the daughter of an actor doesn't mean she's talented nor deserves roles. Well, no, and she's already won an Academy Award for Supporting Actress. Okay, so. great. She's got no career ahead of her. All right, we have three minutes uh, left. Who is your number six? We already did that. Who's your number, number five? Number six was Emma Stone. Remember Emma Stone? Yes. Who's your number six? Right. So who's your number? You have to do five in this episode. Who's your fifth? We've already done six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, you're seven. right. Okay. So, so you, yeah. you went first. You went first. So um, just right. to review, just to review, I had Jennifer Lawrence, 10. I had Kate Hudson, nine. I had Angelina Jolie. No, Emma Stone. I'm sorry. Emma Stone, nine. Kate Hudson, eight. Angelina Jolie seven, and then you stole my Ryan Gosling, who was my number one most. Number one. Okay. And review who I are mean, you? Who are yours again? Mine. Yes. 
Um, my number 10 was Ryan Gosling. Number nine was Emily Blunt. Uh -huh. Number eight, Brie Larson. Uh -huh. Number seven, James Franco. And uh -huh. number six, Emma Stone. Okay, so I think we agree on a lot of these. I think we do have some disagreements. You tend to support Angelina Jolie. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, and <laughs> and I definitely, we both agree on Gosling. So I think this is a great six, two threat, six, six through 10. Next episode, we're doing one through five. I do know that both you and I have one on this list. I know he's going to pop up again. I don't know May's list, but I we've talked in the past and we're like, why is this actor slash actress getting so many roles? I'm sure this right. actor slash actress is going to be brought up in part two. So please but check that out. Yes, go ahead, May. Finish up. I just have to say, though, that there's been rumors for years about uh, Shiloh Jolie Pitt and uh, that Angelina played a role in wanting her to be John. No doubt. For quite a while. No doubt. Part of the divorce was that Brad Pitt has those mid-America values and Jolie is super left and progressive and yeah. was pushing but, that stuff. Yes. But I must say Shiloh Jolie Pitt is coming out on her own as a great dancer now. So she's actually become more feminine, has pretty much decided that she's a, a woman now, a young woman. It's she's good only to about know. 16. So <laughs> she, she's and Angelina laid off. She laid her hands off. So that's uh, no, she has effectively poisoned the kids, especially the older ones, Pax and Sahara, totally against Brad Pitt. So no, I would not defend this woman in any but way. But I would say that with she's crazy Shiloh, and she's vindictive, and I can't. She can it. be, but I think with Shiloh, she loves Shiloh a lot, and she's decided that yes, if Shiloh wants to be as beautiful as her, or even more beautiful than Angelina. All right. Be. <laughs> okay, well, we're running out of time here. So guys, I appreciate you guys being here for part one. May, take care. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care, guys. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.